Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And we say good morning to each of you that have joined the prayer call this Thursday morning. To you who have gotten up early this morning to stand in unity together with us, we say good morning to you. Thank you. This is the day that our Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you have rescued our lives. Thank you, God. We enter into your gates this morning with thanksgiving. Thanking you, God, because you've rescued us. You saved us, Jesus. You delivered us, Jesus. You healed us, Jesus. You set us free, Jesus. And we thank you. Thank you, God. We will never turn back. We yield to your spirit this morning, and we say, have your way, Father. Have your way, God. Do what you want to do today as you build us, as you build your church, working in us that which is well-pleasing in your sight this morning as we lift up our hearts, our worship to you, our hallelujah to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord, as we lift up our bowls to you, God. In all things, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Again, I want to welcome you all to the prayer call. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator this morning. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you, and we bless you in the name of the Lord, the highest name in heaven and in earth. Amen. We also want to say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Sidonia Fazel. Our prayer call controllers, they wake up early in the morning, way before we even get up, to ensure that the call is working smoothly, that the music and everything is orchestrated with accuracy, and we just want to say thank you. We bless you, Sister Sidonia. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Margaret Johnson. We say good morning to you, sis. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am excellent. How are you this morning? (laughs) I am excellent in the name of Jesus. Thank you, sis. Our prayer requests that have been offered or submitted and any praise reports that we've received will be offered up by Sister Tracy George, Good morning, Sister Tracy. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene and Sister Margaret. I am well. 
Thank you, Sister Tracy. Amen. We are well. All is well. Amen. Well, without further ado, I'm going to shift gears and now bring forth Sister Margaret. We're ready for you. Okay. Can you hear me okay, Sister Charlene? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, well, good morning. Good morning. We praise God for um, our bishop and our, our pastor, Adrian, and for the opportunity just to come before you and, and bring the word. So um, this morning's devotion is, I am the church. I am the church. The scripture is Matthew 16 and 18. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. <clears throat> and it says, now I say to you, that you are Peter, which means pebble or rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. I am the church. So the, I'm going to call it Christians. We know it's Christians, but the Christians, those that are uh, followers of Christ, um, the Christians are the church of the living God. But it is the great I am that is the power that fuels and empowers the people. Um, Exodus 3.14 records God speaking to Moses and identifying who he, the I am that I am, is. And the I am speaks to the timelessness of God. He is the ever-existing one. And as we talk about I am, the church, the all-existing, eternal one lives inside of us, and his spirit, teaches us how we are to reign and to rule and how to establish God's kingdom here on earth as it is established in heaven. I am uh, is in the Bible about 719 times. Um, It's mentioned about 508 times in the Old Testament and about 211 in the New Testament. And Jesus specifically made seven prophetic I am statements. Um, And those will help us to kind of focus on what I am, the church, really means for and to us. So we're going to look at about four of them this morning. John 6 and 35, uh, I am the bread of life. We, the church, are to to bring the lost and the hungry for life to Jesus. He promises that as we do this, we begin to fulfill his great commission and that those who come to him will never be hungry. Isaiah 55 says, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink, even if you have no money. Come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? That reminds you of junk food. Why pay for food that does you no good, has no nutritional value, right? Those who believe in and trust in him will never thirst again. The I am works through the church to bring the lost to himself. Like Peter, the revelation of who Jesus is is the foundation on which new believers build their reborn lives. I am the bread of life. The next one, I am the light of the world, as found in John 8 and 12. So the ecclesia is to allow the I am to shine through them as the light on the hill. We are to be all spiritual lighthouses, 
And when you think about a lighthouse, the function of a lighthouse is to warn of dangerous shallows and perilous rocky coasts. We, too, warn people of the dangers of sin, which is synonymous to rocky coasts and shallows, which cause the ship of their lives to run aground. Our light, which is Christ, helps to guide lives safely into the safe harbor of the Lord. He who follows the light of Christ will not be walking, will no longer be walking in the dark, but will have the light, which is life. I am the light of the world. The third one, John 10 and 9, I am the door. Prophetically, a door is a symbol of lateral transition. It's a symbol of entrance and access. A door is a symbol of opportunity. I am the church is us leading others to the opportunity to access many things, eternal life, freedom, healing, deliverance, peace, hope. We uh, lead others to access life and life more abundantly, which is Christ. And as they go through the door, they transition from death to life. Transition is made from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's dear son. The kingdom of light is manifested in the hearts of mankind. Building the church is inviting others to the door of Jesus. It, it may not be salvation of one soul all the time, but it could be saving a marriage. It could be saving one from physical or mental abuse because they've already accepted Christ. It could be saving their children. It could be saving one from suicidal thoughts and actions. The I am is always helping those who are hurting. And finally, um, for today, Jesus said in John 10 and 11 uh, and verse 14, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd is love, love personified, love that leaves 99 safe sheep to rescue one that is lost. Love doesn't matter how or where they're lost. I am the church means that we rescue those that have lost their way in love. We rescue them in love. Love is large and incredibly patient. Uh, love is gentle and consistently kind to all. Love refuses to be jealous when blessings come to someone else. Love doesn't brag about one's achievements, nor does it inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect. Love does not love selfishly, nor does it seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for love never gives up. Love never stops loving. God's love is perfect. This is uh, 1 Corinthians 13 through the Passion Translation. The good shepherd gives, gave his own life for the sheep. The I am laid down his life and had power to take it back again. Now the I am has given us the ecclesia of the church power over the power of the evil one. So what does I am the church look like for us now in 2023, having the, the backdrop of what Father God and Jesus as the great I am, who they are and what they've done. Matthew 16 and 18 is Jesus talking to Peter after God gave Peter the revelation of who uh, Jesus was. And Jesus said, 
I give you the name Peter, a stone. And God changes our names uh, to give new beginnings, to give new hope, to give new blessings. God gives a new name to establish a new identity in the person. Abram to Abraham, uh, Sarai to Sarah, uh, Simon to Peter. Do you know who you are? Do you know the name that the Father calls you? Beloved, Jesus said, I give you the name, Peter, a stone, and this rock will be the bedrock foundation on which I build my church. This rock will be the legislative assembly and the power of death or the gates of hell will not be able to overpower it. Verse 19 says, I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. This is the foundation for I am the church. It's not upon Peter that the church would be built, and I know we know that, but it's upon the revelation from the Father and his, uh, uh, Peter's confession of Jesus as the Son of God. That's what's the bedrock foundation for the church. The church is not the building. It's not just people. The church, as God created us, is actually according to uh, Matthew that we just read uh, in the Passion Translation, a legislative assembly. A legislative, we are a legislative assembly. So this is a political and a governmental term that is used for a group of people who've been summoned and gathered together to listen to this, govern the affairs of the city. Hmm. For Jesus to use this term means that he's given uh, the keys of governmental authority in his kingdom to the church. We are to govern the city. We've been given the power and the dominion to govern the affairs of the city. We must learn how to govern God's way. Each of us on this call has a role to play. What is your role, you may say? And this is something that you're going to really get from God as you spend time in his presence, as he speaks to you. Some of you may know what your role is, some may not, and our role is changing. It's not just talking, but it's listening and recording what God says. Some people's job may be to seek the Lord as to what to pray for a specific city. We can start with the cities that our church is in, Oakland and Pittsburgh. This is not just a, it's not a quick prayer task. It's not just, okay, Lord, bless our church, and then all of a sudden, boop, it's blessed. It, it takes prayer. It takes fasting. It takes intercession. It takes travail. Bishop is teaching on the different types of prayer. It takes supplication. It takes seeking God as to what are the ruling principalities over the city and much, much more. But knowing that we're God's governmental authority should begin to stir up a fire within us. Here's a practical example as I, as I close. Let's look at Joshua 1 and 9 real quick. And it says this, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Okay, so fear may come, discouragement may come, but God says they're not from me. They're forbidden in heaven, so bind them, reject them. What is released? What's allowed in heaven? Strength is in heaven. Courage is in heaven. Faith is in heaven. So loose them in your life. Allow them in your life. Release them into the earth. So we have governmental authority to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. So what we need to do is find out what's allowed um, in heaven and 
what's not allowed, and then use the keys that Jesus gave us and operate in our government authority, and let's be the church. So I'm going to close with this. Bishop said on Sunday, um, January the 22nd, which was like the 14th day of our fast, he said, your horizon is changing. Your ceiling is becoming your floor. The Lord is shifting some things. He will delete some things. He will add some things. He will delete some folks, and he will add some folks. And I wonder, okay, what is my horizon? Your horizon, definition of horizon, is the limit of a person's mental perception, experience, or interest. Your horizon is the limit of a person's mental perception, experience, or interest. So as we close in prayer, I decree and I declare over everyone on this line this morning and over all that hear the replay that the limit of our mental perception, the limit of our experience and our interest is changing. I decree and declare that our personal horizon, our business horizon, our revelational horizon, our spiritual horizons are changing. Our family horizons are changing. I decree and declare that our spiritual perception of the times and the seasons are increasing and growing. Our ceiling, which is the highest point inside of a house, is now become the standard on which we operate every day. I decree over everyone on this call, based on the prophetic words released, by our man of God, that we now have a lot more room for God's growth and expansion in our lives and in our ministries. We now operate spiritually as the church. We rise up and we operate in the name of Jesus as the legislative assembly that governs the affairs of this city as we are directed by the Holy Spirit. Father, we ask you to lead us and to guide us to be the church. Help us to read the book and understand who we are and how to do what you called us to do. We believe it, we receive it, and we seal this prayer this morning in the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. What a wonderful word this morning. I am knowing who we are as the church. Amen. I am the church. Thank you. Thank you. We want to swing now to Sister Tracy. Sister Tracy, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. Matthews 18 and 19 says, If two of us shall agree here on earth is touching anything that we ask, it shall be done of Father. It shall be done of Father in heaven. So we know that we, what we've petitioned for thus far has been granted. And so, Tracy, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand together. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father God, we come into agreement thanking you for the opportunity that we have to pray for one another. You said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. And we thank you, Father, that these prayers, these requests that are, that have been set before us will be answered, are answered in Jesus' name. We believe and we receive in the name of Jesus that it is done. Deja Davis is requesting prayer of agreement for her friend and his son to get home safely to Kuwait. Um, she is also asking for financial provision 
Um, he's retiring. We're asking for full retirement benefits be granted and that they find a, a safe place to live. So, Father God, we as we seek your kingdom, Father, we know, Father, that we're putting you first, first things first, and we know that all things are possible for those that believe. And we stand in agreement and believing that you will grant Deja Davis's uh, friend and son uh, the opportunity to uh, go back home to um, a place called Kuwait uh, and that full provisions will be provided. Home, safe home will be provided, full retirement will be provided, and no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Any judgmental tongue rises against them shall be condemned. Greater are you that's in them than he that is in this world. And we thank you, Father, that you will move on their behalf, and we stand in agreement believing and thanking you and anticipating a praise report or testimony. We bless and thank you for this prayer request. Paul Grad is requesting prayers for employment as a front-end developer in the tech world. Um, he's actually... The, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, but also seek ye shall find, knock and the door shall be open. And Paul is doing the work. Um, he is going out to a career fair seeking employment um, with full benefits. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that he has the ambition and the desire to find work, to find seed. We thank you, Father, that you will send him to the right person, right company. He'll be at the right place at the right time. And send him to the decision maker, the hiring manager, not a third party. We thank you, Father, that you, whatever door you open can no man shut. And I thank you that the right opportunity is open for Paul in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, and we, we rejoice. We thank you for the favor of God to surround Paul Grant like a shield. We thank you and we bless your name for Paul, O oh God. We bless and glorify your name today, O oh God, that you will make a way out of no way for, for Paul Grant. And we thank you for the testimony that will come forth in the name of Jesus. For we know whatever opportunity you have for him is for him and no one else. And we thank you, Lord God, that your doors that are open, no man can shut. And we pray, Lord God, as Paul goes to this event, that your angels will go before him and be encamped around about him. He'll go with the confidence. He'll go with the light. He'll, he'll, he'll go with the, the spirit of God in him, and the light will be shown. We bless and glorify your name today, and we rejoice today for, for uh, a good end. We thank you, Father, that you have Paul in mind. And we thank you that he is not forgotten, that he's the apple of your eye. And we thank you, Father, that Paul, everything that his heart's desire, you will grant to him in the mighty name of Jesus. And Dolores Jackson is requesting prayer for Marcus Jackson and his dad for salvation. We thank you for Dolores, uh, for being the, the, the um, Christ-like one, the one who is um, standing, um, believing, and we are believing with her for salvation for Marcus and his dad. We thank you, Father. We pray that you will send laborers across their path, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that their salvation will be expedited. We thank you, Father, that they will become to know you like never before. We bless your name today, O oh God, and we look to hear the testimony of these prayers that we have prayed 
And we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Sister Charlene. Amen. We stand in agreement. We stand in agreement with the prayers. And do we do pray for that that son that that wants their family to come home safely. And all of the prayers that have been lifted up, Father, you've heard and you know, God, you know the specifics and we honor you with our prayers. Amen. Amen. We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Margaret. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Just one one, one thing, Sister Charlene. Um, just one final thought from that Matthew 16 and 18, where um, Jesus said that the gates of hell should not prevail against the church. Um, when you think about it, gates don't move. So the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church really means that the church is going in behind the gates of hell and robbing it of its most precious thing, which is what? People. That's I am the church. We go behind the gates of hell and we rob it of its most precious possession, which is people. That's it. I am the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, the church. We fight offensively and defensively in the name of Jesus. We're kingdom builders, amen. Well, let me give you, uh, let's see, a couple of announcements. Um, Before we conclude the call today, please remember to send in your prayer request to www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click Connect. Then under Ministries, click Prayer. Scroll down and enter your prayer request. We love to pray. We've been called to pray. We will pray without ceasing. And we believe and we know that our God hears our prayers and he heeds them. Corporate prayer will be held at the Pittsburgh campus this Saturday at 7 o'clock a.m. You do not want to miss it. Please join us at 7 a.m. for corporate prayer in Pittsburgh. Excuse me. Lastly, as we open the line, we ask that you please pray together. Pray in your heavenly language. Amen. Can you pray in your heavenly language? And if you don't pray in tongues, that, that's, that's okay. We ask that you just offer up a prayer of thanksgiving. Offer up a prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord. Just thank you, Jesus. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Margaret, Sister Tracy, Sister Sedonia, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. We thank you for joining us in prayer. And we invite you to invite others to the prayer call on Wednesday and Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. Okay, let's go before Father again together before we end the call today. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word today. I pray, dear God, that you bless Sister Margaret, bless Sister Tracy, 
Replenish them, Father, in the name of Jesus. As they have poured out, Father, I pray, dear God, that you restore, give them back, dear God. Hallelujah. You said the sexual fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. Pray ye one for another that ye may be healed. So, Father, I pray for every intercessor on this call. I declare your word, Father. I speak healing in their lives from the very top of their heads to the very soles of their feet. Whatever situation, Father, I pray, dear God, you said that you would make the mountains a plain, dear God. You would make the crooked path straight. And I declare it so according to your word, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Father, that they are your church. We are your church. Thank you that you continually build us, dear God. You are the master craftsman. Build us, mold us into who you would want us to be so that we house you well. Hallelujah. That you live in us. Hallelujah. Build us to your specification, to your liking, the way that you want us to be. Mold us, Father. Make us. We yield. We yield, Father. Hammer us into what you need us to be to fulfill kingdom purpose in the earth. And, Father, we thank you. Thank you that we are your light here in the earth. Hallelujah. We have access and that we truly show your love. We are reflectors of who you are. We are your image, God. Thank you. And I pray that you bless each of your intercessors, Father, each of your watchmen on the wall. Bless them, Father. Bless them as only you can do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for that more than enough, more than they can ask or think according to the power that works in them. And you, Father, I declare all that power. Hallelujah. Let faith arise in them. Faith, wake up and arise in Jesus' name. And we'll be careful to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise, Jesus, that Father God may be glorified in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Sidonia, please open the line. 